This is our fourth session on the paragraph Philippians 2, 14 to 18, and I have one very short question today, and it's a suggestion that I'm going to make to you um, that I've not heard anybody else make, and so take it with a grain of salt and say, Piper might be quirky here, but I want to show you what I see in comparing what Jesus said about the light of the world and what Paul is saying about shining as lights in the world. So he says here, do not uh, do all things without grumbling. So be a, a person so amazingly content in God's sovereign care over you and his ruling of the world and his turning everything for good that you don't complain and thoughts don't arise in your mind to cause you dis to dispute with God and the way he, he does things and how difficult things can become. Grumbling is gone. Disputing in your mind with God is gone. Why? Why should you do all things that way? So that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without, without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine. You do this so that you'll shine. You'll appear as lights in the, in the cosmos. This is, this is literally stars in the cosmos, lights in the world. So picture a dark sky at night and Christians who are not grumbling are shining. Now, my question is, when Jesus talked about being the light of the world, is there a connection between what he said and being free from grumbling? See what you think. So I'm going to the classic passage here in Matthew 5, 11 to 16. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you, utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad. So, in the midst of being reviled and being persecuted and having all kinds of evil spoken against you. And remember back in Philippians 1, uh, 27, following, these folks are being opposed. They have opponents, adversaries. And when they are uh, fearless towards those adversaries. Remember, they are a sign of their destruction. And I mentioned a couple of sessions ago that that sign is very much like the light, it seems, in chapter uh, 2, verse 15. So this is 1, what, 27, or was it 28 in Philippians, and this is the light. Now here we have... Same kind of persecution, reviling, persecution, speaking, evil. And, and our response to it, instead of grumbling, is rejoicing and being glad. You know, if anything is going to cast out grumbling, it's going to be joy. If anything could be the opposite of, I'm grumbling when you revile me. I'm going to grumble when you persecute me. I'm going to grumble when you say all kinds of evil against me. And I'm going to have all kinds of thoughts rise up in my head about why God shouldn't allow my life to be made so miserable by all these opponents. No, no. Jesus says, you rejoice when that happens. That's simply a staggering miracle. You don't see it very often. 
This is why it's so bright in the world, I think. I'm going to get to that. Rejoice and be glad, for here's the reason you can rejoice. Remember, I talked about being children of God, and that takes away anxiety and and fear and anger and grumbling because the reward, the inheritance is so great of the children. Well, for your reward is so great in heaven that if you really believed it and how short this life is, you wouldn't grumble here. You'd rejoice, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, here comes two pictures. There's the salt picture, and there's the light picture. So let's just, let's just go straight to the light, because I don't want to take up time on salt. You are the light of the world. He, he, here he said, you are the salt of the earth. But here, you are the light of the world. Now, my question is, and I I haven't seen people make this connection, don't you think that if you were to try to figure out in what sense this section here is intended to be interpreted, what makes a person bright in a dark world, a dark world of of reviling and persecution and, and slander, wouldn't Wouldn't the brightest thing in the world to be that in the midst of that suffering, Christians are rejoicing. Christians are glad people. Christians have their hearts so set on heaven that in this world they can endure anything. Wouldn't that be bright You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Do people light a lamp and put it under a basket or on on a lampstand that it gives light to all in the house? In the same way, let your light shine. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So you might say, oh, oh, it's good works. It's not this. But listen, there are Thousands of people who do good works and nobody gives glory to God because of it. Are there not? Unbelievers do good works. Nominal Christians do good works. All kinds of people do good works and nobody gives glory to God. They praise them. They write articles about them. They put them on TV shows. They may write biographies. They don't give any glory to God at all. Good works alone Good works alone don't direct attention to God. There's there's got to be a spirit about these works. There's got to be a flavor to these works. Something makes these works otherworldly so that glory goes to God. And I'm arguing it's this and this. It's when you do good deeds with joy and gladness, In the midst of suffering, people, they have no categories for that, right? And they would be inclined to say, whoa, where does that come from? And what I'm suggesting is that when Paul says here, get rid of grumbling, get rid of disputing in your head, replace it with rejoicing and being glad for great is your reward in heaven because you're the children of God, just like Matthew 5, 
12 said, Replace it with joy. If you do that, these crooked and twisted people who are persecuting you and slandering you will see you shining in their dark, grumble, complaining-filled, anger-filled, retaliation-filled world, and they won't have any categories for why you would do good to them and rejoice when they are treating you so badly. So you can see perhaps why I think getting rid of grumbling and disputing in the midst of a context of suffering would be unbelievably compelling brightness in a world that is just riddled with dissatisfaction and anger and retaliation.